Alright guys, it's uh, party time. Uh, it's a weird party, but it's party time. It's another episode of the Chad Brady Show. Welcome to Studio 22. Um, wow. We are living in a banana republic. I don't know if you guys have fully taken the time to process the events and the revelations that have been made in the last couple of days. Now, I know we said a little bit yesterday about the Durham report. And I had to be kind of chill with it, right? Because there were things that I was processing because I, I, I could not fathom the depth of deception that was being thrown at the American public. See, here's what happens, folks. I, I want to talk to you about a progression. Here's where we're living. And by the way, while I'm talking about this, let me preface this by saying you no longer live in a republic. You no longer live in a constitutionally driven Republic that understands the fabric of freedom and individual liberty and limited government. Those days are gone. In fact, you now live in a prison. You are under the illusion of being free. And this used to be something that I used to argue with people about how we have so much liberty in this country. And I used as, as an argument so many other countries that I've been to and places that I've visited where they truly are not uh, free and, and how we are. But, it, but the thing is, we live under an illusion. They, the powers that be have created this false reality. It's like living in the Truman Show. You know, the, the Jim Carrey movie where he's, he thinks he's living some reality and he starts to question some things and it turns out that he's a, he's a, he's a star of a show. He's a television show. Uh, the cameras are on him. Everybody in his life are actors. And then suddenly he tries to break free and they do everything they can to keep him in the bubble of the false reality. That's what's happening in America. You're not free. You're nowhere near being free. You're living in a tyrannical prison. You're being told what to think, how to believe. You're told how to act. You're told what to be enraged by. You're told what to say, and we're doing it. We're following the narrative. We're following a Democratic narrative. We're following a Republican narrative. They're both garbage. The two-party system in America, it's a uniparty. The big government works together. I was watching this morning, and I'll get to this point in a minute. I was watching. I went back, and I was watching that four-and-a-half-minute explosion on the part of Lindsey Graham during the Kavanaugh hearing where he's pointing at these Democratic senators and he is accusing them of not giving Brett Kavanaugh a job interview but rather putting him through hell. And he says, and you want power at all costs and I hope to God you never get it. And I started to tell Chris to pull that clip and show it to you again because I took away from it two things. You remember that you remember the outburst. All you got to do is a little Google search it says Lindsey Graham, Brett Kavanaugh, and that's what's going to come up. Four and a half minutes. At the moment, at the time when that happened, we were inspired. We thought, who, who the hell is this guy? Where, where'd Lindsey Graham come from? When did he suddenly grow a set of balls? 
But now I realize he not only knew the deception and was reacting to it, but I truly believe he was in on it because he looked at them and he said, and I've considered these people my friends. You can't be friends with these people. You can't be friends with any of these people at this point. They don't care about you to the point that I believe the only thing that is keeping the power hungry and the power rich in this country from rounding you up and putting you on the train cars is the fact that we have the Second Amendment. The fact that you have firearms, the fact that you have guns, that is the only thing keeping this tyrannical cabal, and I'll go into what the cabal is in a minute, the only thing keeping them from putting you in incarceration and limiting your movement. They're already trying to limit your movement. Just look at what they did during the pandemic. They made you quarantine in place. They made you stay at home. You could not fly. You couldn't travel to other countries. You had to have a medical act of Congress just to go see a family member. Uh, There were places that were shut down. It was impossible to travel. Now, what do they want to do? They want to limit your ability to be mobile because the gas prices are through the roof. They're pushing an electrical car, electric vehicle reality. Uh, They're wanting to shut down uh, tons of things that are going on in this country that are keeping you immobile. There's a list of things I could go through. They they, They want you to stay in one place. They want you cloistered. Because they want to limit communication. They want to limit your reach. They want to limit your ability to have interactions with other people. You say, Chad, that is such a conspiracy. Screw you at this point. Because I'm betting betting 800 at this point, and and the other 200 are on the way before I'm betting 1,000. Because the dominoes are starting to fall. I said it for years. You've heard me say it, that... When you have a house of cards, it's only going to stay up so long, especially when it's got when you build it on an uneven ground, when there's a, a fault line underneath it. When the wind blows, eventually it'll fall in on itself, and it's going to crumble, and it's going to crush a lot of people. And it doesn't matter which side you're on. It's going to crush you, too. We're watching that start to happen. You're under the cabal of a federal government's tyranny, You have seen, I'll list them again, as I've done many, many times. You're under your state's government's tyranny. They don't care about you. The only thing keeping them from truly detaining you. You you see what they did with the January 6th prisoners. They're they're locked up without charge. You can't even get to them. You can't get to them. They're in solitary confinement for three years. You you can't even get to There's no charge. You don't even know where they are. And they found a justification for doing it. They're going to find a justification for doing it to all of us. You go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, and you say something that's contrary to the state. They got records of that. You're on the damn list. They'll come get you too. When the time comes. Why do you think Joe Biden is so hot and heavy over this, uh, over this assault rifle ban? Why are they pushing it harder than ever? Why are they using every little crisis out there? If they cared about human life, they'd be talking about abortion. They would be talking about cancer. Joe Biden said he's going to cure cancer. They pulled him back in on that one. Uh, They would be talking about 
so many medical malpractice, the people who die at the hands of, of misdiagnosis and, and bad medicine in terms of the doctors, they'd be talking about the jab deaths. They'd be talking about sudden deaths. They, <laughs> they don't care about human life. They care about human life when it ends in order to push their agenda. They're creating a crisis. People are going to die. People die every day. But they care about how they're dying when it pushes their agenda. So they don't care about your life. They don't give a shit about your life. The federal government, your state government, you're a pawn. You're simply a pawn. You're not free. They move you at their discretion. So what we're seeing is educational tyranny, judicial tyranny. Look at this thing that's going on with, uh, what's his name? Eddie Penny? What's his first name, Eddie? Uh, what's his name? Penny, the guy in the subway that did the chokehold. Uh, but you, you, what is it? Daniel. Thank you, Daniel Penny. I donated to his Give, Send, Go. He's raised over two and a half million. Um, I donated to it. I, I, this, uh, that's how much I believe in the fact that this guy is up against judicial tyranny when Alvin Bragg is now trying to put him away for 20 years for manslaughter. And I don't think they're going to try. I don't think they're going to find him guilty because there's video out there that you and I have not seen that's going to exonerate him because it shows what led up to the altercation. But they're hiding that stuff. They're, they're keeping that. They're, they're, and rightfully so, they're keeping it for court. But you're seeing uh, medical tyranny. We saw that through the pandemic still happening. The fact that I still can't say the word vaccine without getting some kind of a check on the deal. Uh, you're getting sexual slash gender ideology tyranny. You have minority tyranny. We now have illegals crossing. The, the fact that we have to just throw open our arms and welcome illegal aliens into this country and you can't do anything about it. Protect your own land, protect your own home. That's tyranny. And so, guys, the list goes on and on. And now this Durham report comes out. And we find that the Democrat Party, particularly the Obama regime, Hillary Clinton, including Joe Biden, the CIA, the FBI, uh, the DOJ, all the initial agencies out there, conspired conspired when the president that they didn't want got into the Oval Office. They did everything they could to overturn his presidency for three years. They completely made it so the man could not operate. He couldn't function under constant investigation, constant accusation. And then, and then they had to do something about his followers. So when January 6th, which 100% at this point, after everything else is being revealed, 100% it was orchestrated. Orchestrated! And the little sheep went along with it. And they, got, they had their palms playing into it. And now they've been arrested. They've been confiscated. They've been detained. All of these things. They're tied up in the court system. It's cost them literal millions upon millions of dollars to fight for their own freedom and innocence. They orchestrated that whole deal. And you, for the last three years, have been called an insurrectionist. That's your label. If you, if you lean anywhere right of center, 
politically, culturally, ideologically, philosophically, if you think about limited government and speak up for it, if you want the government to get their hands off of your First Amendment, your Second Amendment, uh, you know, if you want to protect your borders, if you believe in America first and, and, and American nationalism and American borders and American sovereignty, if you say you believe in those things, you're a racist, you're a bigot. If you've supported Donald Trump, you're a misogynist. You're a homophobe. You're a transphobe. You're a, you're a, um, a xenophobe. All of these things. You horrible human being. You're a fascist. You're a Nazi. You insurrectionist. How dare you? You're guilty by association whether you were a part of the January 6th debacle inside the Beltway or not. You are an insurrectionist. Well, there's a new word. I've said it on social media. I'm saying it to you now. There's a new word, and we're going to f***ing make it prevalent. It's the word traitor. If you are left of center, you're a traitor to this country because you perpetrated and, and, and propagated and promoted a hoax, a, a lie that undermined the constitutional fabric and foundation upon which this country is built for the last 250 years. You literally have prayed upon and asked for the downfall of the United States of America. You're treasonous. You're a traitor. You know what you deserve. Look it up. Look how we dealt with traitors historically. You knew it was a lie. The news media, another tyranny, knew it was a lie. They pushed it anyway. They pushed it. They're still pushing it. You have your fingers in your ears. And I know there'll be those who will say, oh, all of this hours, hours of, of investigation, millions of dollars spent and not a single provable crime. Proved by who? The people, you think they're going to convict each other? Do you honestly think that these judges and these DAs, and these lawmakers, and these justices, who 95% of them in Washington, D.C. vote Democrat anyway, do you think they're going to say, yep, you're right, we were wrong, we're going to go ahead and prosecute some people? No, they're going to get off scot-free because we're weak, and we've never done anything about it. And we're not doing anything now either. They're not even going to apologize. Hillary Clinton will write another damn book. And she'll go on another book tour, and she'll sit there with her ugly-ass daughter and tell you what reality is. And you're going to sit there and take it. You know why? Because you're a prisoner. You are a prisoner in the United States of America. Oh, you know, I used to say it doesn't take much to shock me. I'm shocked at this point. I am shooketh. I am shooketh. Uh, do you see the judicial system? It resembles a third world banana republic. Trusted American companies embrace insane, destructive, woke ideology. It's depressing, folks. We got to fight back, and it starts with changing the way you spend your money. You want to come out of prison? Boy, we got to deal with this corporate tyranny. And so for years, big mobile companies have been trying to dump millions of their dollars into leftist causes. That's your money, by the way, because you're the one who gives it to them. And uh, you had no choice but to take it because there was no other option that existed. Well, there, there is an option now. Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda pushed by leftists working hard to destroy this country. And they are destroying it. So when you switch over to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom. You support the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military, veterans, first responder heroes. They're 100 U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Go to patriotmobile.com slash chad 
or call them at 878-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation when you give them the offer code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. You ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or call them at 878-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, Here's what I was going to get to before I got so fired up, but I'm glad I got fired up. You deserve a fired up Chad Prather. Somebody left a review on the podcast this past weekend and and please go to where podcasts are offered and leave a review we, we've managed to get back into the rankings we're up to like 155 uh when you fall out of 200 you're you suck so it all rides on you leaving us a rating it rides on you listening to the show honestly but if you're watching on youtube or if you're not watching on youtube go to my youtube channel just go to YouTube, type in Chad Prather. When you find my channel, not only hit subscribe, but hit the notification button. Because we post, what, three videos a day. Yeah, usually three videos, a couple of shorts, and then the full episode, which comes on at, at 7, 6 central. Get, hit the notification button. Because out of, you know, 350,000 subscribers, not many of you are getting the notifications. So I need you to do that. If you like this show, if you appreciate this show, and you want to continue liking this show by letting it just be out there for public consumption, do me that favor. It doesn't cost you a dime to leave a rating or review, okay? You say, I don't like Apple. Okay, well, whatever. If you have an iPhone or wherever, if you're on Spotify, scroll down to where the, where the uh, when you go to the channel that says Chad Prather Show, scroll down leave a five-star rating because that's what we deserve (laughs) and leave a review you can tell me that my hat is ugly and my balls are sagging i don't care but i need a review and then go to youtube hit subscribe many of you already have but just because you've subscribed does not mean you've hit the notification so ring that bell there's a little bell ding 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 ring that bell push it get the notifications and you might need to check it every month or so because youtube will probably unnotify you but watch the show and share it but here's what's going on here's what's going on and my buddy zuby posted this and uh he said there's an ongoing pattern one something is blatantly obvious two some people point out that the thing is blatantly obvious three The people are attacked and ridiculed. Time passes. Four, the experts concede the blatantly obvious thing was correct. Five, no apologies. So right now we're on number four. (laughs) When it comes to Russian collusion and the fact that uh, they absolutely framed Donald Trump. We said it all along. We said it all along. Now I want to go back to 2018. There's a clip I want you to see. uh Corinne Jean-Pierre here's what she had to say in regards to Trump being guilty of Russian collusion play it I want an answer do you think he's guilty I think he's he's crazy I think think he's he's, guilty yes what's he guilty of I think he's guilty because he knows what did he do well he's the one who can answer that i think no, he what is knows, he you said he's guilty what's he guilty of well i think he feels that he there is something that's going to come out about russia remember there's there's money laundering he knows what the trump organization right has been that. doing yeah. Mm, Bo, you're right about that. That's what he said. There's money laundering. Where's the evidence? Now, that is a blatant accusation on the part of the now sitting press secretary of the United States. Uh, Is she going to come back and say she was wrong? 
Now, again, there was a whole lot of I think, I think, I think, I think, I think. What did you know? What do you know now? What do you know? Because I remember Nancy Pelosi coming out and saying, hey, and I remember Adam Schiff saying there was undeniable consequential evidence of Russian collusions. He says he had it. He says he had it. Where is it, Adam? You lied. But you're not going to come out now that the blatantly obvious thing had been proven uh, to be a false narrative. Now... You're not going to apologize. And that that really pisses me off. So uh, let's go. Let's play that little montage. You need a montage. Play that clip. So they can call it a fishing expedition. They can call it a witch hunt. It's all an aligned message with the White House. But nonetheless, real evidence is coming forward that just can't be ignored. Uh, so we do know a lot more. I, I think the claims that there was no evidence of collusion have long since fallen away. Uh, the question now is, what is the, the quantum of proof here? That Christopher Steele may have found out, even before our own intelligence agencies, that the Russians were in fact aiming to help Donald Trump in the election. That has now been borne out by ample evidence. Uh, I think you see the most palpable evidence of a collusion in terms of violating the Logan Act. Look, uh, I don't think you can seriously argue that the Russians weren't trying to help Trump and hurt Clinton, uh, as well as so discord in the United States. The evidence is quite overwhelming on this. Is it? Brandon. Um... <laughs> Dude, I, I don't even know if we can use terms like firing squad. I was going to say, we used to tar and feather people for a lot less. A, well, a lot less. Yeah. I, you, they used to get tarred and feathered for just coming in and hanging posters in the town. Yeah, I do uh, wonder, like, how, how long has this really been going on? Because for my generation, we've always viewed the government like that, where I think that's a little different than, say, your generation, where you guys are losing it because... Now it's just so blatantly in your face. Yeah. Whereas, like, I knew they lied about killing JFK, so why would they not lie about this? <laughs> yeah, no, we wanted to believe in our institutions. Like, our parents taught us that. Our parents were the baby boomers. And, and uh, you know, their parents were the greatest generation, right? So they, if you go back to the World War II generation and a country pulled together to fight, uh, you know, anthropomorphic evil i mean evil that took on human form in the in the in the faces of people like adolf hitler and benito mussolini and um joseph stalin and and they you know they fought you know emperor hirohito and they fought and then they taught their children which were the baby boomers to to love this country and believe in this country and the baby boomers went out there and they used the freedom that was provided and built on the shoulders of that great generation and they became very successful and and they grew this country financially they embraced capitalism and they built this really big well i'll just summarize it they, they made a real soft society which was played out for instance in the 60s in the sexual revolution and the embracing of socialist marxism in our institutions and it was a feel-good generation that that came along and and it birthed a lot of things that um, we were just became okay with in our society. And, you know, then my generation came along. I was born in 1972. 
uh, I didn't really do without, even though my parents didn't have a lot in terms of financial. You know, I, we, we, we truly were living in the first world. And we had, uh, you know, we saw things that we didn't like. And, you know, we saw the fall of communism. And we thought, wow, America is great. We've won the Cold War. And um, then, you know, then, then, then you look back and you're like, oh, there's so many things we should have seen that we turned a blind eye to. You know what I'm saying? Like George H.W. Bush became the president after Ronald Reagan. He used to be the head of the CIA. Um, um, I think there might have been some things going on that we maybe should have said, huh, maybe we should be a little suspicious of this guy. Uh, and then, and then, of course, you know, Bill Clinton came along, and we know the debacle that that was. And by the way, compared to a lot of them, Bill Clinton wasn't a bad president in terms of a lot of the things he did policy-wise. He's a bad human being, and yeah, uh, he was—he's not what we needed. So don't don't get me wrong. I'm saying by comparison to many others, I mean policy-wise, wasn't as bad as them. Uh, and then we got then we got H.W. Son W. And that bumbling guy, we, we, we defended the hell out of him. We fought for that guy. And, you know, I, I can make some accusations here, and I think you know where I'd go. But we got the Patriot Act. And because of 9-11, suddenly the government could look into everything you're doing. So screw your Fourth Amendment. It was just, they just, well, we'll just take a look at everything you got going on. And then Obama came along and totally set us back culturally in terms of race relations, uh, relations with authorities such as the police. Um, his wife was talking about how she was ashamed of this country. He talked about fundamentally changing the United States of America. And our eyes started to open up. And this guy comes along that makes zero sense politically. But he made a lot of sense in terms of going, hmm, it's time to flip the script on the, uh, on the institutional cabal that we've been living with and giving permissions to. And we got Donald Trump. And the world basically imploded. It imploded. And now we have a bumbling bag of hair that may not even be the guy that we say he is in the, in the Oval Office. We don't know who that guy is. He doesn't know who he is. So here we are. You're right, Brandon. I mean, we, we started out trusting, believing in the institutions. And now we don't believe in a damn one of them. Yeah. Not a damn one of them. I mean, I at least at least had some hope for the Supreme Court, you know. Yeah. Not anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, did you see that they, they filed uh, articles of impeachment for <laughs> Christopher Ray? Yeah. I, I mean, objectively, he's just bad at his job forget the corruption right i still one of my favorite stories from last few years is when our uh, fbi agents accidentally wiped their phone three times <laughs> like one person did three it's like 30 total and it's like all right if if that's not enough to be like hey maybe we should get someone else in yeah i don't think there's any way to fix it yeah no there's not and, and, and the thing that baffles me is the people on the left the progressive riri's out there that are absolutely defending these institutions. Like literally promoting and pushing for us to praise the wardens of the jail. It's amazing to me.
Uh, as I've said, the world is unraveling every single day more and more. We have a lot of uncertainty. Well, let's just picture this. Let's say grocery stores. Let's say they're stripped bare. The warehouses are closed. Distribution centers are gone. The restaurants are shut down. There may not be enough food to go around when a disaster strikes. And if you don't have enough emergency food on hand, well, say hello to government handouts. And we've already learned in this episode that they don't love you. (laughs) So I want to urge you to order your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. And with each kit you're going to order, you're going to receive a bonus bundle of essential survival gear that's worth over $200 for free. Emergency food and survival gear from My Patriot Supply. Check. And the three-month emergency food kit offers your family peace of mind no matter what happens. So get over 2,000 calories a day. Delicious food. It'll keep you fed for a long time. Grab your emergency food and free survival gear worth over $200 from My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithchad.com. You're going to get fast and free shipping in unmarked, discreet boxes for your privacy. Order now. Preparewithchad.com. That's preparewithchad.com and we'll be right back yeah one of the things that i was uh gonna say about the ratings and reviews somebody left a a review over the weekend and said um chad yells a lot (laughs) i i'm just following you know i'm just following uh yeah, I'm just following in the footsteps of the great Glenn Beck. He's trying to, I'm trying to grab your emotions. I'm trying to get you fired up, you know. I, I don't cry as easy as Glenn does. Um, but I wanted to after watching John Fetterman try to speak before the Senate. Uh, I, I feel bad for the dude. And I don't want to even play the clip. I, we got the clip. I don't want to play it. If you've missed that. Yeah, I put it on my social media, and I was very nice about it. I said, the guy needs to resign, and he needs to take some time to worry about his health. And, you know, everybody wants to come to his defense because, again, you guys would defend if it's a Democrat, whatever. And listen, on both sides, can we not just be honest? When you see something that's stupid, and we call it stupid, you don't have to defend it, okay, just because you feel like you're taking care of your side. That's just dumb logic. It's just not critical thinking at all. Um, but anyway, people kept coming to, oh, he makes good points talking about SNAP. Everybody, suddenly everybody's an expert on SNAP, which is food stamps, okay? And so you know, he's making good points. He's holding these banks accountable. Well, he can't talk. And, and, and not only that he can't talk, which you're a senator, you have to be able to communicate for a living like that that's that's your point that's why you're there you're sent to represent the people of pennsylvania john and you can't communicate so it's hard to represent their values when you can't communicate them and it wasn't just his communication skills his brain is jumbled he's confused in his thoughts so this is i i have empathy here you know people like you are making fun of a man with a disability no 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 No, I'm not, because he's not just a man with a disability. He is a senator from the great state of Pennsylvania who is duly elected and can't carry out his job and was not even in office uh, for two months because he was incapacitated for a medical reason, the the likes of which we still don't know. So uh, I think this is what I'm saying when we have become so weak in our prison that we don't even call these people out anymore. We don't call the stupid stupid, and we just put up with it. 
And then in our soft shell society of empathy and sympathy, we're supposed to just excuse all of the BS and say, ooh, you're supposed to feel sorry for him. I'm sorry. I refuse to feel sorry for a senator. I'm not going to feel sorry for him at all. I don't feel sorry for Dianne Feinstein when she crawled out of the crypt. I don't feel sorry for uh, any of these people, none of them. I mean, Chuck Grassley's 900 years old. I don't feel sorry for any of these people. None of them. You chose the job. You've stayed in there way too long. Now you're in a nursing home, basically. And, you know, I mean, I swear to God, I think the halls of Congress have Nurse Ratchet pushing a cart through there every day with little medicine cups. Make sure everybody gets their prescriptions. These people are not in charge of me and you they're not supposed to be but we, we let them be we're their boss you're you're the peon that they step on to keep more power so you know john fetterman you got a guy like this that the dnc keeps putting up on a pedestal and we're going this is not right guys this is this is the abuse of of people that are disabled they're abusing this guy but they don't, they don't need a spokesperson. They don't need an orator anymore. They don't need a critical thinker. They don't have to have any of that stuff. They just have the puppets up there that will blah, 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 blather on the TV and in front of their hearings and on their committees. And then they just vote however the powers tell them to vote. God forbid. God forbid. Um, you know, Elon Musk was on with, uh, what was that, CNBC? And... Um, you know, I, I don't need to play that clip. You've seen him. You've seen him um, where he talks about, uh, well, play, let's play the one because they ask him about Soros and they ask him about, is he not afraid of losing money because of the things he says? And, you know, let's say uh, the new CEO who is a, used to be an executive with the WEF, um, you know, what if she comes along and says advertisers aren't going to work with us because of the things you said? And I was... And, and by the way, just because we point out what Elon Musk says don't mean that we are Elon Musk fans. I still think he's a globalist. I still think that he's a transhumanist. I still think that he's pushing AI. In fact, we know for a fact that he has. We believe that he's been at the forefront of this, uh, of this EV movement. Um, all of these different things. That's why I really got upset with a former Blaze employee a while back. Uh, whenever they made a post and used my name in making it and, and tried to make Elon Musk to sound like the savior of the world. And I said, delete that shit now because I do not think of Elon Musk like that. He's not some major hero that's out there, although I will give credit where it's due and I will point out that at least, at least on the surface, he is fighting for what we think is free speech. Now, I don't understand why certain people like Alex Jones are still banned on Twitter, Elon. That doesn't make any sense to me if you're truly for free speech. Uh, there's a lot of people that I think should still have the platform to speak that remain banned on, on platforms like that. And, um, and, ooh, Alex Jones is guilty of shut up. Just shut up. All right? You guys are just absolute idiots uh so at least he is in 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 on the surface championing free speech when asked about it this is that third elon clip guys about saying about the money uh play that clip do your tweets hurt the company are there tesla owners who say i don't agree with his political position because and i know it because he shares so much of it 
or there are advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yaccarino will come and say, you got to stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet. You know, I'm reminded of uh, the, the, the scene in The Princess Bride. Great movie. Great movie. Um, where he confronts the person who killed his father. And he says... Offer me money. Offer me power. I don't care. So you just don't care. You want to share what you have to say? I'll say what I want to say, and if if if, uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it. Okay. Now, first of all, let me go on record and say that watching Elon Musk, listening to him talk, is almost as painful as John Fetterman. Uh, you know, again, we're dealing with another disability here, although apparently he is engaged in some level of critical thinking and willing to go against the grain and doing it, doing it. Uh, but it's painful. Uh, but he says, I don't care. I don't care. Now, it's easy to say that when you're the second richest guy on the globe, <laughs> or at least in the top five. I don't even know where he falls in rank anymore. But it's easy to say you're going to lose money. I mean, I'm sure he's got a, a billion squirreled away back there somewhere in case he ever falls on hard times. Um, so we'll see what happens in the days ahead with all of this stuff. But I, t- I know that I, for one, am pushing more and more on Twitter. I don't like the new Yakinat, whatever her name is. I mean, I, you start making WEF, World Economic Forum executives, the CEO of uh, the world's town square like Twitter, where everybody's supposed to have free speech. Uh, get a little nervous about all of that stuff. And I've been very outspoken, but you can follow me at Watch Chat. I'm doing more and more on Twitter. Um, and I, I just think that um, we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen here. All right. Uh, since the early days of Blaze TV, we have been fortunate enough to work with the team over at Relief Factor. And at the time, uh, they brought an unknown anti-inflammatory to the marketplace that they had tested in their hometown of Seattle. And it had shown a remarkable ability to reduce pain from many different types of chronic ailments. Now, I started taking it and I love Relief Factor because it is an all natural alternative to pain medications that I trust to keep, you know, keep me out of pain. And so uh inflammation is not only the chief cause of pain but it also is a factor in many other diseases and i feel better uh that you know that relief factor is always working to keep our inflammation markers in check now there are hundreds of thousands of people who order relief factor every month and about 70 percent reorder it because um well you can order a trial pack for only 19.95 and you'll just see if it works to help reduce the pain and most people order it again so go to relieffactor.com or call them at the number 800, the number four, relief, and uh, try them out. Give them a shot. That's uh, relieffactor.com. And uh, I think you're going to like it. Relief Factor, feel the difference. We'll be right back. The, uh, I, you know, let's be fair. Let, let, I, I, it's painful to watch Elon talk. But let's go back to what he said about um, the new CEO and go ahead and play that clip. Well, now you have a new CEO. Um, Why? I I think Linda Linda, Linda Yacrina is going to be great. Why? Um, Well, uh, Twitter is is, is very much an advertising dependent uh, business. Uh, Linda is obviously incredible at that and she's just a great executive in general. Um, So the 
And um, you know, my, my, my skills and uh, interests are in technology. Um, so uh, you know, I'll continue to, to, to play a role uh, advancing the software um, and um, you know, you know, getting the features and pro product stuff, basically. Right. Um, so, I mean, the, the general idea is Linda, Linda will operate the company and, and, and I will build products. Yeah, no, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. And listen, I have never trust. I, listen, at this stage in the game, you cannot trust Elon Musk's judgment with women. You just can't do it. I mean, he has 10 kids that we know about. All right. He was married to Amber Heard for crying out loud. Or what, whether they were married or not, they were together. I don't know. That woman poops in the bed. We, she did coke on the, on the witness stand in her trial against Johnny Depp. I mean, the, the, his, his, his choice in women is never good. And so now he's going to have a person that's a former member, executive member of the uh, World Economic Forum controlling your free speech. I don't like it. It just smells like I keep picking up this book right here. I want to talk about it more tomorrow. It's called it's called It's Perfectly Normal. Um, and it's not perfectly normal. Uh, this is a million copy bestseller, newly revised and updated. Uh, they cut some stuff out of it. Uh, it. This is for ages 10 and up. It says so right here. We just printed the book off. Changing bodies growing up, sex, gender and sexual health that's right uh what's in these pages is available to your 10 year old in their in their school libraries all across the country uh it is pornographic it is graphic um the subject matter is beyond adult extreme um it is couched as all of these things tend to be it is couched in um it's stuff that is they can just argue and say, well, no, well, no, come on. That's not what that means. Um, I counted probably in the uh, original edition that I read through last night, I, I counted uh, no less than 30 pictures of penises and vaginas. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's just it's all over the place. It shows you how vaginas and penises come in different shapes and sizes. This is for your 10 year old. Uh, it, it, you know, it's got, uh, it's got a ton of stuff. I mean, this is, then you look at the first cover of the inner introduction, just inside the cover praise for it's perfectly normal. Um, this, you got the American library association, notable children's book, the book list editor's choice, Boston globe, horn book, bulletin of the center for children's books, blue ribbon winner, uh, on and on and on and on it goes. Um, so many publishers weekly, um, Kirkus reviews, uh, Child Magazine, Parenting Magazine, Los Angeles Times. Then you got people like T. Barry Brazelton. You know, everybody everybody that was a parent that was in my generation was watching T. Barry Brazelton videos to learn how to raise children. Uh, he says uh, growing children, he gives growing children a chance to read an honest and explanatory view of their developing bodies. The text and pictures will give them a chance to understand and value themselves. I recommend it to parents, children, and adolescents. They will love it. They will because it's pornographic. Uh, they will love it. I mean, right here in, in front page. I mean, you can't. We can't even put these pictures up there. There's two. You know, there's a there's a male. Or I'm sorry. There's a male and there's a female staring at themselves naked in a full-length mirror and it's graphic uh you know and you you've got uh the whole thing about gender and sex and 
you know, just absolutely insane. <sighs> We're, the clock's counting up, by the way. I'm not, not sure where we are. The, um, but in talking about gender, it says, uh, says when you're born, either of the two groups, a female or male, you can be born into two groups, female or male, uh, that's into which most living things are placed. In other words, it's up to the doctor to determine where you're placed. Um, it says a label is usually given at birth to humans and other living things based solely on the male body parts or the female body parts they have or were born with. It's a weird distinction. Uh, looking up words such as sex or gender or other words in a dictionary can be a good way to find helpful information. Um, yeah, they've got uh, the labels, girl, boy, male, and female are labels that most babies are given at birth. Uh, the parent, doctor, nurse, or midwife sees at the moment of birth the baby has a penis. Most often the baby's labeled a boy. Uh, if the baby has a vagina, most often the baby is labeled a girl. Some babies are born with a mixture of male body parts and female body parts. If a person is born with a mixture, their sex is intersex, which is the word used to often, you know, it's often used to describe that mixture. Here we are. Gender is also about the many thoughts and feelings each of us has about being who we are, you know, girl or boy, man or woman. You know, it's, it's about the thoughts and feelings. Whether you're a man or a woman or a mixture of genders or somewhere between female and male or neither male or female. Um, there's some states and cities that have now added another option for gender to their birth certificates, the gender X. Uh, older children in some of these states and cities also have the option of changing their own gender on the birth certificate at a later date in their lives. How you feel, see, and describe yourself, whether it's according to the sex you were assigned at birth or the gender you now feel and know you are, is called your gender identity. Oh, and it gets graphic. It, bro, it gets graphic. I sent it to CJ last night, and she was sending me pages back. She was taking screenshots. And I was like, don't send them back to me. I read the book. I read the freaking book. And this is the, this is the edited book. This, this is the book that they, they went back in and cut a bunch of crap out because it was pornographic. Ugh. Ah! Whew. All right, we'll get more into that maybe tomorrow. Uh, hey, guys, listen, uh, I want to tackle a critical issue that's been eating away at our heart and the great nation that we live in, that great prison that we're living in. Uh, the systematic erosion of traditional masculinity. I just demonstrated it to you right there in that book for children. We got to put a stop to this dangerous trend. And listen, take back your rightful place as a proud, strong American man with a penis. It's true. Be a man. You know what reminds me that I'm a man? Black Forest Testo Stack. I take it. That's right. Black Forest Testo Stack. Let me tell you, I personally vouch for their effectiveness. its effectiveness. I've experienced significant improvements in my energy levels, strength, overall well-being. Also, if you're like me and you want to support a brand that stands up for traditional American values and doesn't push a leftist agenda bring back a traditional masculinity, head over to Black Forest and try the Black Forest Testo Stack. Get a discount code or discount 10% off when you use code CHAD at blackforestsupplements.com slash CHAD. It's time to reclaim your birthright as strong, capable American men. Don't forget, check the comment, check the description down there. in The, the link is right there below, in, below this show, right there in the description. So go get it, all right? So blackforestsupplements.com, promo code CHAD. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
right, guys. Uh, ChadPraytherLive.com. We'll yell at you on this show, but you can come laugh with us out on the road. we got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm in Godly, Texas, Saturday night. Cleburne, Texas, Sunday night. Then I'm in Wesley Chapel outside of Tampa, Florida next weekend for two nights. Check out that 930 show both nights. Sell some tickets, people. Let's go. Uh, and then we're bouncing all over the country. Please tune in to uh, Glenn Beck's special Thursday night, Fed Up. Go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and save on an annual subscription. Tomorrow, we'll get off the rails and you'll enjoy it. I love you. God bless you. See you then. Bye.